Hey, don't make me your guilty pleasure. Hit that follow button and make that commitment. You will not be disappointed. And it's free. It doesn't cost nothing to hit that follow. Thanks. Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello and welcome and welcome back. I don't even want to go into this mic situation. I am having a problem with my mic. It's it's bugging out. All right. I hope it's good now. All right. um, Hold on. Let me just test it. Testing, testing. All right. I'm just looking at the levels of the mic. All right. Happy Wednesday to you. I hope you're doing well. I just want to say some things before I start. Number one, my throat is feeling much better than it has been. So that's good. Um, I was doing some techniques and some advice. Oh, my hair a little, little something, but we're going to carry on. Um, and we're going to get through this. I still don't feel confident enough to do a live, but soon I hope um, I'm able to do that. You know, when I do my lives, it's, you know, I'm talking, 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 and then, you know, after people have uh, questions and then I answer questions and then, you know, stuff like that. So um, I like doing that, but I, I want to feel confident enough to do it. So um, I, I'm going to give myself a little bit more time, and then we'll see how it goes. I'm still drinking on my water. I drank my tea already. So um, that's that. All right. Um, this is the daily lesson that we do on Wednesdays, and I want to say this. Um, The title of today's lesson is Good Intentions. And what we do with the intent that we have, you know, many people in um, their minds believe they have good intentions, but it turns out ugly. Or, um, you know, sometimes we might say something or do something that's a little off. 
off-putting to people. Um, but we're we're focusing on people's intent according to the scriptures. So, like I said, this is good intentions. As a child of Israel, or even as a child of the honorary second flock, your intentions are supposed to be that of a law, um, that of the law, a loving um, and responsive person by loving your neighbor, which is a part of the law, as yourself, and of grace. So it's in the old and the New Testament. But sometimes this seems difficult as we live in a world full of wickedness and wicked intentions, those who have wicked intentions. This is stating, um, this is stated in the New Testament about the world being wicked. And we know that because I've been given a lot of lessons um, with the scriptures, giving you information about what the scriptures say about the wickedness of this world and who rules it. Now, my question is, if things are so bad in the world, how on earth are we as saints supposed to carry out quote unquote good intentions? When we set out to have good intentions and move forward with them, they could be seen by those who have wicked hearts to be actions done in order to either be seen by other people doing good things or people doing something to get recognition or to get something out of the good deed, quote unquote, which really isn't a good deed if you're thinking about getting something out of it. Many people who have wicked hearts and bad intentions will always have those thoughts about everybody. And there's a scripture in Proverbs 23, 7 and 8 in the King James. For he has thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. So that actually speaks for itself, but I will break it down just in case you don't know. In your heart, if you think you're a good person, then more than likely you have good intentions and if you're humble enough. But there are some people who have wicked hearts and they think everybody's just like them. So they try to get people before people get them, but that's not how the whole world thinks. Okay? Okay. Um, but this negativity should not be adopted by you nor should you be discouraged because the Most High watches everything we do on this earth. He watches everything. He knows what is exactly in our hearts as far as our intentions are concerned. The wicked hearts and intentions of the world, he knows this. When we set out to have good intentions, we should not be exposed to other people's negativity. And this is something that we should always keep in the forefront of our minds. According to the scriptures, people's hearts are wicked. Jeremiah 17, 9 and 10 from the King James says, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the most high, searches the heart. I try the reins, even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. 
Meaning most high is going to uh, deal with you in regards to how you um, move forward with intent according to your heart. If your heart is good, like I said, more than likely, you're going to have good intentions. If your heart is wicked, your intention is going to be wicked. So the most high said, yeah, he's going to deal with you in regards to that. He watches everything we do. People also tend to be jealous, envious, coveters, onerous, lascivious, and fleshly ruled by the devil. Because you already know that the devil is the God of this earth and the prince of this air, says that in the scriptures, as well as devil, devil's advocates. And this is a person who expresses um, contentions in opinion in order to provoke or debate or test the strength of an opposing argument. And they concentrate on discouraging you, sometimes without even knowing it, because that is how the average human being is, someone with a wicked heart. People with wicked intentions can also try to steal your joy, like the joy of giving or providing people with encouraging words and support. But you have to understand that the most high places these good intentions inside of the saints' hearts. And when he does this, we are given the power and the way withal to carry out the good intention or the good deed. No matter, well, the good intention leads to the good deed, no matter what the goal is. So focus on your job of the good intent um, and doing good to your fellow man and for your fellow man. And don't let the haters try to steal your joy or derail the task of you doing a good deed. Everything we do as saints, we must focus on the most high in all our deeds here on earth. And we must do it to the best of our ability, just as if we are helping and assisting Yahshua himself or even heavenly angels. In Hebrews 13, one through three in the King James Version says this, let brotherly love continue. Be not for, uh, forgetful or entertain strangers for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Remember then that are in bonds as bound with them and them which suffer adversity as being yourselves also in the body. And what that means is you have no idea who you entertain it. If you don't believe that there's heavenly beings um, that walk this earth, you just, uh, I just read to you that, yes, they do. They've done it in the beginning. They're doing it now. Are you going to be able to see them? No, but you know, there is, um, there is a way that, um, pe not people, um, spiritual beings uh, can influence people. And I'm going to read that later. Spiritual beings do influence people. We understand that in good um, or righteous um, angels, and we know that in wicked spirits. Because there's also wicked angels, there's wicked spirits, and there's um, devils that they call demons, but they're devils. What can they do? They can influence you and they can possess you. And that's been happening since the beginning of time. Okay. 
We must also remember that heaven and earth will testify against us if you don't take care to be hospitable and act in a righteous manner at all times. This is the expectation of the Most High. Okay? Now, the Most High has given these precepts initially to the children of Israel, but he also informed the forefathers from the beginning that the children of Israel would sway away from the Most High's laws statutes, precepts, and commands, which do state to treat people with compassion, respect, and love. Deuteronomy 4, 23 through 27. In the King James, it says, take heed unto yourselves, lest ye forget the covenant of the Most High Yael, which he made with you, and make you a graven image or the likeness of anything which the Most High thy El have forbidden thee. For the most high thy L is a consuming fire, even a jealous L. When thou shalt beget children and children's children, and ye shall have remained long in the land, and shall corrupt yourselves, and make a graven image or the likeness of anything, and shall do evil in the sight of the most high your L to provoke him to anger. I call heaven and earth to witness against you this day that you shall soon utterly perish off the land whereunto ye go over the yard and to pass it. Ye shall not prolong your days upon it, but shall utterly be destroyed. Mm -hmm. And the Most High shall scatter you among the nations and ye shall be left few in number among the heathen whither the Most High shall send you. Now, I have done many, 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 many lessons in regards to that. One of the laws is to treat people with respect. When the children of Israel left um, Mizraim and they went into the wilderness, they were not alone. There were Gentiles that went with them. Okay. There were Gentiles who went with them. And even when the Most High set the Lord's statutes, well, I can't say, okay. Listen to my other lessons in regards to the Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands. Because the laws and statutes was after the precepts and commands. But I will say Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands just for this lesson. But this um, Adam had a law. Way back before they was written, Adam had laws. The angels had laws in the form of precepts and statutes. The written law was given to Moses. But prior to that, there were statutes and precepts always. And I already defined what law, statutes, precepts, and commands are. And they all the same thing. Okay. And they don't go away until the time of consummation. And I'm going to do a lesson about that. But when the children were given laws, uh, a part of those laws was to treat people with respect. Now, the laws were made for sinners because the Most High knew that the children wasn't going to do right. He knew because he told the forefathers the end from the beginning. He already said, your children's going to act up. They're going to go against me. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. And I'm going to scatter them. And I'm going to do all kinds of stuff. I'm going to weed out the rebels. And only a remnant's coming. The forefathers in the beginning of Genesis knew this. They knew this. There's books that's warning the children of Israel exactly what's going to happen. Literally. It's not in the Bible. 
but there are books that literally the forefathers of the children of Israel warned them to the letter of what the Most High told them and what they should look out for and what to um what not to do. I mean, it is written plainly and the children never listen. This is why we're in a position we're in now. The whole world's contingent on the children of Israel. I say this all the time, all the time. So they were given these laws to love people, respect people, treat them with kindness. This is in um, um, Exodus and Deuteronomy and Leviticus, these laws, the 613 laws, the 10 commandments and all the statutes and precepts. They were given to the children of Israel and then later on given to other people in the form of love your neighbor as yourself. The grace of the Most High, because the Most High already knew that people couldn't live up to the laws. He knew this, but he had to put some in um, in order so that the, everybody won't go ham. And this is initially for the children of Israel. The Most High already told the children of Israel, these laws um, are for sinners. Because I already know y'all going to sin, so I'm a, I'm, I have to keep you in the confounds of this law so that you don't go overboard so you can go to the next life. That's what it's for. Okay, but who listened to it? Nobody. And who's listening to it today? Nobody. Okay, so when you're focused on upholding the precepts and statutes of loving and supporting your fellow man, as I said before, don't fret or worry about other people's opinions or comments. Because the Most High did not assign any human beings on earth to be in charge of putting anyone in heaven or hell. So focus on your righteous intent and keep your heart open and be humble in understanding of people and their plights. Okay? Now, I would like to recite a mantra from a notable um, Gentile who spent her life giving, um, giving and serving people. Although she's a religious figure, her heart was focused on serving the underserved. And her mantra is a strong one that we should all take into consideration um, when we set out to do good work in the world. This will encourage us all to focus on the task and not let anything get in our way. Um, and this individual is Mother Teresa. Now, let me just give you some information. She used to work in India a while ago, a long time ago. She used to work in India, and actually the uh, the religious people is trying to make her saint, but I ain't even going to go there. I'm just going to say this Mother Teresa was a, um, a Gentile in a religion that set out to do good work for other people, Okay. Although she was a Gentile and although she was in a pagan religion, she set out to do good for people. So she had good intention. Now, this mantra that she lived by is not her own words. They're not her own words. It was originally um, originally uh, um, made by someone named Dr. Kent M. Keith. Okay. But she took his... Um, I want to say it's, I'm just going to say his work because I don't know what it was that he did. And it's that the original piece is called the Paradoxal Commandments. And it's written by uh, Dr. Kent 
M. Keith, okay? And he, he um, wrote this in 1968, but she took it and revised it. So I'm going to read her version. When I guess when she passed, they um, saw this in written on um, the wall. I guess it was like a plaque or whatever that she had um, revised and put it on her wall. And this is the mantra that she lived by. So I'm going to read it to you. And it says this. Do it anyway. That's the name. That's the name of it. And it says this people are often unreasonable, irrational, irrational, and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you are kind, people may accuse you of being selfish, having ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you are successful. You will win some unfaithful friends and some genuine enemies succeed anyway. If you are honest and sincere, people may deceive you. Be honest and sincere anyway. What you spend years creating, others could destroy overnight. Create anyway. If you find serenity and happiness, some may be jealous. Be happy anyway. The good you do today will often be forgotten. Do good anyway. Give the best you have and it will never be enough. Give your best anyway. In the final analysis, it is between you and the most high. It was never between you and them anyway. And that's the virgin version. The version from... um, Mother Teresa. But the original version, I'm going to read. And this was from Dr. Kent Keefe. And this was originally uh, written in 1968. But I read Mother Teresa's because it's something that you can strive for. It's something that you can focus on because the world is going to get in your way. Every time you have a good intention, something's going to happen because remember where you are. This world does not go along with good intentions because this world is wicked. It says it in the New Testament. Okay, so let's 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 read this part from um, Dr. Kent. People are illogical, unreasonable, and self-centered. Love them anyway. This is his um, this is his original version. If you do good, people will accuse you of selfish interior motives. Do good anyway. If you are successful, you win false friends and true enemies. Succeed anyway. The good you do today will be forgotten tomorrow. Do good anyway. Honestly and frank honesty and frankness make you vulnerable. Be honest and frank anyway. The biggest men and women with the biggest ideas can be shot down by the smallest men and the smallest women with the smallest minds. Think big anyway. People favor underdogs, but follow only top dogs. Fight for a few underdogs anyway. What you spend years building may be destroyed overnight. Build it anyway. 
People really need help, but many attack you if you do help them. Help them anyway. Give the world the best you have and you'll get kicked in the teeth. Give the world the best you have anyway. Now, I believe he said the world as people. Just do your best. And that's what his mantra was. I don't know if it was his mantra because a mantra is something that words that you live by. I don't know whether it was his personal mantra, but I know Mother Teresa, it was hers. So I want people to know that, yeah, you're going to get shot down. All the good things that you're going to try to do in this world, because this is a wicked world, remember, because good is, good is considered bad and bad is considered good. We talk about this all the time, but just do your best anyway, because the most High watches everything. And at the end of it all, when it's time for you to take your last breath, because there's a few things that happen when you take your last breath in the spiritual world. Before there's judgment, you got to go somewhere and wait it out because the whole consummation of time is a time when everything is done and then the most high judges. But just because you die or the people die um, who died before you, we're still living and they die. So what do they do? They have to go somewhere and wait. So you do the best you can so that when you take your last breath and you go up to those gates and those wicked angels and those righteous angels come up and figure out where you're going to be waiting until the end of time, you better hope you got enough good there so that you don't go and be miserable until um, it's time for judgment. Just saying. So now I want to read some scriptures. Um, I'm going to read, uh, so just let me read these scriptures and then I'll go into various verses. Mark 7, 14 through 16, and then 21 through 23 from the King James Version. It says, and when he called all the people unto him, he said to them, hearken unto me, every one of you, and this is Yeshua talking, by the way, and understand there is nothing from without a man that entering into him can defile him. But the things which come out of him, those are they that defile him. If any man has ears to hear, let him hear. For from within, out of the heart of man proceeds evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetedness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, a jealous eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness, all these evil things come from within and defile the man. Okay? So the average person does not have good intentions. But those people with good intentions, the, wick, the people with wicked intentions is going to try to foil. Okay? You just heard it from Mark um, 7, 4 through 16, and then 21 to through 23. Now I'm going to read Hebrews 13, 1 through 3, and it's in the um, international, New International Version. And it says, keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing so, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. Continue to remember those in prisons as if you were together with them in prison. And those who are mistreated as if you yourselves were suffering. Now, why is this sad? And this is 
said in the book of Hebrews and Shaul wrote it. Why? Many times and throughout history, children of Israel went to, um, when they were um, captured and put in bondage all those many times, a lot of times they was put in prison and they was killed and they were slaves, period. In plain language, they was put in prison, they was killed, they was held as slaves. That was from the beginning of time. This is how we know who the children of Israel are. This is how we know. I already told you the world works in a circle and what they've been doing since the beginning of time, it continues to happen. Same people going to jail, in prisons, same people getting killed, same people being slaves. Same. Over and over. Children of Israel. Okay? Know that, understand that. Don't you forget that. Now I have some scriptures I want to say before we sign off. All right. Um, and these verses, I'm going to say a few verses from three areas. Um, this verse is about the most high is watching. Okay. Um, Proverbs 5 and 21. For a man's ways are before the eyes of the most high and he ponders all his paths. So know that the most high is watching all the time. All the time. Okay. Because you will be judged by everything you do. Good and bad. You will be judged. Know that, understand that. Deuteronomy 4 and 2. You shall not add to the word that I command you, nor take from it, that you may keep the commandments of the Most High Yael that I commanded you. And when you do whatever you want to and go against what the Most High say in terms of his law, statute, precepts, and commands, because they don't go away until the consummation of time, you will be judged. Second Peter 3, 1 and 2. This is now the second letter that I am writing to you, beloved. In both of them, I am stirring up your sincere mind by way of reminder that you shall remember the predictions of the holy prophets and the commandments of the most high and savior throughout your apostles. What is that? Two Peter, New Testament saying, keep the commandments? Yes. This is from Kepha, who Yeshua said he's going to build his church on. Moving on. Romans 8 and 28. And we know that for those who love the Most High, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose. So if you in the Most High, like I said, the honorary branches and the original branches, the expectation is for you to follow laws in loving your fellow man. And by grace, second flock, love people as you love yourself, okay? For those who don't follow the laws, but for those who do, because there are people who follow the law. People do follow the laws, and they have no, no um, idea that they do. They have no idea, but they keep saying don't follow the laws. They have no idea that these are the laws of the most high. Don't steal, don't kill. Don't do this, don't do that. Respect your parents. These are, this is the laws of morality. Moving on. Matthew 15, seven through nine. You hypocrites. Well, well did Isaiah prophesy of you. Uh, we are in the ESV, which is the English standard version. Okay. 
And I'll let you know when we start changing. And we were in the King James and now we're in the English Standard Version. But Matthew 15, 7 through 9, English Standard Version says, You hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy of you when he said, This people honors me with their lips, but their hearts is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines and commandments of men. Uh-huh. Everything's being watched. Everything. Everything's being watched. Now, now we're going to move on. And we're going to talk about verses in regards to do good to your fellow man. Okay, that is a law. It's also by grace that Yahshua said, this commandment I give you, treat other people as you treat yourself. Love your brethren as you love yourself. That's the same thing. Do good to them. You do good for yourself, don't you? You want all the good things for yourself. So you should have, do the same thing to other people that you do to yourself. And that's that sum, one summary, which is the grace of the Most High that will, you know, um, Usher people in, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I don't even want to get into it. I understand what it means, but you still got to listen to the laws because these are morality laws. These are not just, okay, yeah, you can get rid of it. I, I ain't going to go there. I ain't going to go there. I don't want to keep beating a dead horse. Anyway, verses about uh, do good to your fellow man. Hebrews thir um, 13 and 16, all from the ESV, English Standard Version. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have for such sacrifices are pleasing unto the most high. Proverbs 3 and 27. Do not withhold good for those to whom it is due when it is in your power to do it. Philippians 2 and 4. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Galatians 6 and 10, if you notice, I'm going back and forth from Old Testament to, to, to New Testament. Um, Galatians 6 and 10. So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. Okay? Proverbs 19 and 17. Whoever is generous to the poor lends to the most high. And he will repay him for his deed. That's right. That's exactly right. Because you don't know if you entertain the angels. I already said that. Okay. James 2, 14 through 17. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Good intentions to carry something good out for somebody else. Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lack daily food, and one of you says to him, go in peace and be warmed and filled, meaning, go, I'm going to pray for you. I ain't giving you nothing, but I'm going to pray for you. Without giving them the things that they need for their body, what good is that? So also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. That's in plain language. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hebrews um, 6 and 10. For Yah, most high, is not unjust so as to overlook your work and the love that you have shown for 
his name in serving the saints as you do. Okay. And this is where Yeshua says to Yachanan, it's in the book of Yachanan, and it says, this is my covenant that you love one another as I have loved you. Okay. Do good um, to your brother, to your brethren, all of them. Matthews 5 and 16, in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your father who is in heaven. Praise God for that one. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to move on. And I'm going to say some verses about heaven and earth testifying against you. Now, why would heaven and earth testify against you? When you start um, going in the opposite of direction of what the Most High said, his precepts and his statutes. He said, love one another. He said, um, do good to one another. Love one another as Yahshua has loved you. That's what he said in John, which is Yachanan. So if you don't, heaven and earth are going to testify against you. And why? Why is it that sometimes we want to do good and we turn out doing bad? Why is the world wicked? Why? Why would they... Um, why would you have this good intention and people would knock you for it or do something wicked for it? And I'm going to tell you why. Ephesians 6 and 12, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers. And you know, I'm reading the ESV, which is regular English, but it says principalities and powers that rule um, dark, darkness and against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. And when I say heavenly places, I mean the skies, the firmament. I don't mean the heavens of heavens where the, um, the angels live. No, the skies. The, the thing is with this um, ESV, it doesn't give the real uh, names. It just says, uh, like I said, cosmic powers and all that. It's not that, that in the sea for noise and in the King James. It's saying principalities, powers. Excuse me, and wickedness in heavenly places. My throat, for some reason, is, I don't know what's going on. Anyway, Deuteronomy um, 30 and 19. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that you and your offspring may live. Now, that was for the children of Israel. Blessings and curses because of the laws, statutes, precepts, and commands of the Most High. When the Most High said, if you listen to my laws, statutes, precepts, and commands, everything going to go well with you. Okay? Follow those laws. Do good to others. Respect one another. Love your brethren. All of that. That's a lot of those laws. And when you don't do that, oh, you're going to be cursed here. You're going to be cursed there. Heaven and earth going to testify against you. What's going on with the children of Israel today? Yeah. Okay. Revelation 3 and 2. Wake up and strengthen that remains and is about to die. For I have not found your works complete in the sight of my Yah. Now listen. This is Yahshua talking, giving a revealing to Yachanan. Letting him know that there's going to be a whole bunch of people that believe that they're doing good. And they're going to go to H-E double hockey sticks. That's where they're going. Okay? And then they're going to be destroyed. 
Yeah, because the worst thing is not going to the hell. Uh-uh, the worst thing is not going to hell. No, it ain't, honey. The worst thing is being wiped off everybody's memory. That's the worst thing. You will not go to the other side. No, do not pass go. Do not collect $200, Monopoly. <laughs> You're not going. Okay? Um, Colossians 3 and 2, set your minds on things that are above. Not on things that are on earth, because you already know earthly things are wicked. Deuteronomy 32 and 1, give ear, O heavens, and I will speak, and let the earth hear the words of my mouth. Now, why did the Most High say that? Because he's telling the children of Israel, heaven and earth going to be um, testifying against you. Okay? Deuteronomy 31 and 28, assemble to me all the elders of your tribes and your officers that I may speak these words in their ears and call heaven and earth to witness against them. Uh-huh. You know, the children of Israel was very hard-headed. Now I'm going to say this last one before I wrap up. This was a short and sweet. I am glad that um, it was a short and sweet one and hopefully it was to the point. This is 1 John 5, 7 and 8 from the King James Version. And it says this, but there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Ruach HaKodesh. And these three are one. Verse 8, and there are three that bear witness in earth, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. These three agree in one. What does that mean in a nutshell? It means the Most High going to be judging people. The Father, who is the Most High, the creator of the universe. The Word, who is Yeshua, came in his Father's name in the HaKodesh, the Ruach. Okay, that's foreknowledge. It's all one. And they're going to all be judging. Uh-huh. 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 Trust me. Everything you do is being recorded. You better go to that revelation and watch um, and read that there's creatures with eyes all over. There are angels taking notes, taking books. You better go into the book of um, Enoch. Yes, honey. Everything you do, every wicked thing, every righteous thing, every sneaky thing. You could be in a room by yourself in the darkest corridor or anywhere. Downstairs in a dungeon. The most high sees you. Just as clear as that. You better go into um, uh, what David said. If I'm in hell, you're going to see me. I can't get nowhere. I can't escape you. There's no way that you can escape the most high in any way. And you will find that out the minute you take your last breath. Trust and believe me. You will. Everything you do is being recorded. Mm -hmm. So have good intentions. Okay? And do your best to... Um, fulfill these precepts of the most high love your brethren as yourself you know there's a lot of people out here that don't love nobody but themselves they couldn't care less about nobody but themselves and then they child i'm not even going to they call themselves religious oh oh anyway i hope this lesson edified you i hope this lesson encourages you to do good things outside of yourself. You know, I know I know people and me myself, you know, when you get that feeling of 
being compelled to go out and do something else for somebody else, whether it be uh, buying somebody um, on the street some food or taking hundreds of dollars and making baskets and making things for them and going out in the street and giving it to them. That's the way you should be. I don't care what you, I don't care. I don't care who you are. And a lot of times I know for me, I know a lot of people that don't hardly got nothing and what they would do, they will get out there and start helping other people. That's what a lot of people who don't have much do. They know how hard it is. I can't say that for a lot of rich people. I'm not saying there's rich people that don't do it, but a lot of them don't. And that 1%, a lot of them don't. What they do is they know they got to get rid of some money, okay, in regards to um, the little bit of taxes that they pay because they do get penalized at times, but they're finagling lawyers and whoever else helps them. But those people who don't have no money, it's even in the scriptures how people will give their little bit of money or whatever, but there's people who don't have nothing. And I mean nothing in the grand scheme of having money, like as a part, as a uh, as opposed to like the rich 1%, you know, there's people that don't, they don't know where their next meal is coming from. They would actually take the couple of dollars they have in their pocket and give it to somebody on the street. I have seen that. I have witnessed that. Now, that's a blessing from the most high. Because honestly, human beings only have basic needs. There's only four things that we need. Everything else is bullcrap. Honestly, and I said a million times, food, shelter, water, companionship. That's all you need. Okay? And you could put some clothes on your back or whatever, but you don't need a whole room full of clothes or two rooms or a special closet with all of this. You don't need all of that. Two or three pairs of clothes and a good washing machine. But the whole world says that you need X, Y, and Z. And no, you don't need it that way. You need a bigger one and a better one all the time. You see how the devil fools the world? When we get down to brass tacks and knowing who we are and who we belong to, then we will finally find out what our real um, priorities are. You know, with that, I say, like I said, I hope this lesson edified you and thank you for listening. Enjoy your Wednesday and until next time. Hi, trying to contact me regarding a question, comment or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast.
It's good to hear the word of truth of the Most High. But you know what's better? Hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks.